Welcome everyone, episode 274 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. No will currently, but I believe he is planning on joining us in the next like half hour or so. So hopefully he can get in uh, a little bit on the main segment since he played the game in question. Uh, we're going to be talking about Gears of War 4 today. Um, I think we all we all played it, didn't we? At least to some extent, right? I know. Yeah, Corey... I really, I really don't have much to say about it. Right. Yeah, but you played it a little bit, so you can uh-huh. talk a little bit about it from a from a newbie perspective, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was at the end of a long day of drinking. <laughs> oh, so it didn't go well. Well, I just don't remember much. About oh, it. okay. You know what you should do is you should take audio notes on your phone. While you're playing games, Sword when you're yourself, drinking, yeah. yeah, I don't know if uh, how that would go over with the the people I I was playing with. Oh, gotcha. Fuck them. It's for the good of the pod. Yeah, it is for the good of the pod. You do what you want, you know. Yeah. This is America. I do. I do do what I want. So, Gears of War Four is the main topic. Uh, anyone have anything they want to tease? I know one thing we'll be talking about. I'm sure during little bits. Uh, Corey, what do you have to tease for later on? Is the Nintendo Switch, yes. for sure, which was just an uh, announcement trailer came out today. Not a ton of information, but a little bit to talk about, and at least we know what it looks like and what it does. Yep. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't play anything new, I don't think, but I have a feeling Eric and I are going to want to talk about Westworld. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, follow along with that. Yep. I did actually play a couple new things. Um, nice. I played Battlefield 1 through EA Access Early Access, mm-hmm. and I also played a new mobile game. Well, it's new to me. I don't know when it came out, but it's called Alto's Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> You ever just do something so stupid where I, I went on the App Store on, on uh, what is it, on the iPhone, and they had a bunch of indie games on sale, and I was like, I'll just buy a few of these, I guess. I might play them. <laughs> and that was one of the ones I bought. Oh, nice. So I'll talk about that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Shall we get into the main topic? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so we're we're going to be covering Gears of War 4. It came out, what, it was like two weeks ago now, a week and a half ago. Um, I actually ended up having to buy it a little bit late because I blew up my budget with a, a ridiculously large Taco Bell order. So I, I couldn't get it until, I think I got it like Sunday maybe or Monday. Um, so I, yeah, we had to wait, wait an extra week on, on the episode. Uh, but I was luckily able to play it cause it is, it is one of the Xbox, uh, Microsoft's Xbox play anywhere games. Um, so meaning it's released both on the Xbox one and the windows store for, for PC for, for windows, windows 10 anniversary edition specifically. So, um, I will be talking about it from the, the PC aspect and Eric's got the, the Xbox one aspect covered. Uh, so I mean, Gears of War has uh, has been one of one of my more favorite franchises, uh, especially for third person shooters. Uh, so I was really happy that it that Gears of War four came to PC. The original Gears of War was on on PC. Uh, must have been like Windows XP or Windows Vista when that came out. But uh, I don't think Gears two or three were on PC. But uh, the the first one definitely was. Not that I played it on PC. I think I had it on the on the three sixty, or I know I had it on the three sixty. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mostly played through the campaign. Uh, I probably put about five hours into the campaign on the hardcore difficulty because uh, that's the one it said uh, the way it's meant to be played. So I wanted a little bit of a challenge. Um, and then uh, me and Eric and then me and Will also did some of the horde mode. 
Uh, I'm not going to talk about multiplayer because I didn't play any multiplayer. I didn't buy it to play the multiplayer. Um, so I can't really can't really talk about multiplayer. Did you play any of the multiplayer, Eric? Just what uh, we did with Horde Mode, no. Okay. No, uh, I'll talk about why, I'm sure, while we go along. We can talk about that right off the bat, I think. Uh, we should cover why, why, we, why we didn't play <laughs> Why we didn't play the multiplayer, <laughs> yeah, for, for okay. years. So go, go ahead, Eric. I'll let you take it yeah, away. Because um, we kind of feel the same way about it. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't really think about this, I guess, until... I think it was when you and Will were playing, or maybe it was when Corey told us he played and how bad he did. Yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, Gears of War is really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And it's I feel like it's probably, in my opinion, the hardest like online shooter to be good at. Yeah. Because it's not really similar to the other ones at all. Like, like the, getting the hang of the cover and the movement mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the way the guns handle and all that kind of stuff is really difficult. Yeah. Um, so I've never been good at it. And I, that's why I really have no interest in the online multiplayer because I know I will just get my shit rocked. Yeah big time and it won't it won't be fun for me sure and I, i'm in agreement uh it, it definitely is a much harder game to get the hang of uh, the only gears of war i really played online at all was gears 3 um i never played i don't think i ever played the first or second one online i played uh we used to do gears and beers night uh occasionally way back in the day was that gears one or i think that was gears one uh, we would get together with like six or eight people and play play beers and gears. Pl- play, play Gears of War and, and drink a bunch of beers. So that was really my only experience with playing like multiplayer. Um, and then we've talked about it before, but me and Eric did a lot of the horde mode for Gears Three um, with with some some friends of ours. And then yeah, I did some of the I did multiplayer for a little bit, about as long as I usually do multiplayer. About a month, I played kind of a lot, and then never again after that. Um, but yeah, like. I think part of the reason too is the act the the active reloading thing. You really have to get uh-huh. the hang of that, and I, I feel like when you're playing multiplayer, everyone uses that for every single bullet that they use. You know, um, oh, so, sure. so you really have to have that that down to a pat uh, before you even can be competitive online. So, Corey, why don't you talk about your your experience with it? Because you only played online, right? Yeah, my my like I said, my experience with it was very limited. We played for about an hour right before. Westworld episode three on Sunday night, and I had been drinking uh, since about noon that day. Went to a local brewery and and kept it going once we got back. So my recollection is is very poor. However, I will say we only played online. We did uh, like competitive team slayer type thing. I don't know the names of the game modes or anything. And we did horde mode. And of what I played of it. It was indistinguishable from the first Gears of War. That's all I really have to say about it. It just felt so familiar. Yeah. Everything looked very... I mean, I know the graphics are obviously much improved, but uh, that was my only takeaway from my very limited drunken experience with Gears of War. Sure. It does have it does have the same same feel. A lot of well, the same that, weapons. We played that map, too. That one. Oh, yeah. The, Gridlock. Yeah. Yep. Is that the one we played on, Eric? Last yep. night, okay. That's one of my favorites. That I just picked that at random. I had forgotten oh, did that. You? I, I assumed you picked it because it was one of the old ones. <laughs> no, I I think there's like there's like ten maps maybe uh, that, that for horde mode. Uh, and me and Will did a different one. I, I don't remember. The, I didn't remember any of the names of them. I, but I, I picked wonder, that one on accident. Did they put hotel on there from Gears Three? Maybe. 
Do you remember that map? Yeah. For horde mode? Yep. Oh my god. That, that I was my fucking love that. That was my favorite horde mode one. Because oh, I felt yeah, like that was, was the so one you, you could do the best on. Or was that the only... That wasn't the only one you could do horde mode on, was it? Maybe it was, because I don't remember playing it on any other maps. I don't either, now that you mention it. It's been a you while. remember when you'd get to the boss, and he was just gigantic, and yeah. he'd come in and like take up the entire room, and it was yeah. just a shitstorm? Yeah. God, that was fun. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, the, I mean, the, the online... I, I knew going into the, my purchase that I wasn't... Wasn't going to play online, but I've always liked the Gears campaigns. Um, I think I'm maybe kind of in the minority in that. Um, I've I've just always enjoyed their 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 kind of gritty gritty feel. Uh, but one of the things I like about Gears of War is it feels, uh, especially once you get going, it's got more of a rhythm. I think than a lot of other uh, other shooters uh, because of the active reload. You know, like mm-hmm. um, I, I was in. It was the most recent. I think I'm on like Act Act the beginning of Act Four, maybe. Uh, I don't know how far into the campaign or how long it is, but I think I, I think I'm at the beginning of Act Four. It's not very long. You're probably pretty close to beating it. Okay, yeah, I think I like I said four and a half, maybe five hours. I've played. Uh, I not completion. It's just like your average playthrough. It looks yeah. like it's about eight hours. Okay, okay, so I might be like uh, two thirds of the way through. Um, but yeah, like I had a sniper rifle and I was popping up, uh, shooting somebody hitting the active reload every time popping up like it's just it, it felt so clean and smooth and nice um and i think that's one of the things i i liked about the the gear series so uh but i mean so far i like the campaign i like the new characters dell and uh and kate uh there's a, a fan favorite character who who makes a reappearance i won't say who that is specifically but if you've seen the commercials you already know who it is i've seen a lot of gears of war 4 commercials uh, especially watching like football and hockey they seem to be all over the all over those commercials, um, but yeah, I, I like the campaign thus far. I was hoping to have it beaten because uh, now I'm going to be balls deep in Civ since it comes out at midnight tonight, but didn't didn't quite happen. So, are you going to play the campaign, Merrick? Do you I think? started it. Oh, you started it. How far did you get? Yeah, I probably played it for about an hour and a half, two okay. hours. Um, so I didn't get too super far. It's yeah, it's cool. I mean, I. I liked the only gears I ever beat was Gears Three. That was mm-hmm. actually, I think, the first one I played. Okay. Um, I've played some of Gears One through the uh, remaster. Oh I yeah. Played uh, co-op with Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The stories don't really do anything for me. They're kind of dumb. It's just more about the the action, I yeah. guess. But like, yeah, like you were saying, Dan, it's uh, it's a very rhythmic shooter mm-hmm. with the reload system, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it's it's. It like makes a game out of reloading your gun, which seems seems weird, it's like a but game it, within a game. yeah, it it keeps you engaged in the action at all times. Whereas yep. you know, normally when you duck behind cover or whatever, and you wait for your gun to reload, you know, you just sit there. But that's something you know, an, an extra thing that you have to either think about or time correctly uh, based on what kind of gun you have, and then you get your damage boost when you hit, when you hit the active reload. Uh, there's also some really cool set pieces and action sequences in in Gears of War 4. Um, I know there was those in the other Gears games, but I feel like uh, Gears 4 kind of takes it to a, a whole new level. Uh, so that's been that's been really fun too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the best experience though, um, and one of my favorite things to do in Gears is is Horde mode, uh, which I played both with Will and then uh, last night me and Eric played for, for about an hour, I would say. Yeah, about an hour. Uh-huh. I, I think that's where Gears really shines, too. I think Did they kind of come up with the Horde mode idea? 
They did it best. Yeah. At very least. Yeah. And still do. Yeah. They defined horde mode. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 easily my favorite part of Gears, Gears mm-hmm. of War. Mm-hmm. Horde mode is it's probably one of my more favorite uh, like co-op multiplayer things to do in video games. Yeah. Um, it's just so much fun. Like it gets a, you know, it starts out easy and it's got you know it's got the upgrading of your base and uh, it, it's just such a blast. Yeah. And the bosses are in there. Like when the boss comes, it's just. Oh God, it's just so fun. Yep. And it gets super tense too. Like uh, once you start getting up and le- and you know the level, the wave that you're going against. Um. You know, if you have to go revive your partner, it's just such a pain in the ass sometimes. But when you get there, it's awesome. Or you know, uh, there were a couple times where one of us would die. What was? The one time you died, Dan, I brought you back to life, and I don't remember how I did it. Uh, you picked up my cog tags, and I, then I think you need, like, 2,000 energy, and you have to be okay. standing by the uh, the generator thing. The uh, fabricator. Fabricator, yeah. That's, that's, I yeah, think that's yeah, how yeah. it works. So, yeah, like, holding out while your partner's dead can be a real pain in the ass, but it's also super rewarding if you're able to do it. And it's fun to watch, uh, which, too. Which both of us, yeah, and you get to watch your partner, like, scrambling around the map. Yep. Uh, which both of us had to do for yep. one of the waves. Uh, because the only complaint I have is they don't really alert you well enough when your partner dies. Yeah. Or, so, like, or gets the, down. The one time I didn't even know Dan was down, and then he died. Because you have, a you know, a period of time where you can try and revive them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it doesn't really alert you very well when your partner's down. So, Dan died. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I had to, like, hold out for a while and uh, almost died a couple times. But luckily I got through it. And then I think it was the very next round, Dan, same thing happened Yeah. where Dan was alive and I ended up dying. Yeah, I had no he idea. He didn't know that I was down either. Um, and we didn't have we didn't have voice chat. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of weird, the, the PC, Xbox One voice chat. I don't know if we can, like, get into a party before we start the game and use party chat. I've, we haven't figured out how that quite works just yet, but I know I wasn't able to like communicate with Will when we tried it the other night, so oh, okay. I don't know how that how that works specifically. There might be like a chat button too, which I hate. Um, so we'll have to figure that out for next time because that would that would be useful. Oh you know? God, absolutely! <laughs> and you know, if we could get like a a good night where like me, you, and Will could play for a few hours, that would be awesome. Yeah. Because it is, it's it's really fun. It really intense, oh. um, and the, you know, it, I feel like this one is a little more strategic even than the than the last one. Um, well, it's got the different classes now. Different classes, yeah. I was a uh, what was I engineer? You were an engineer last night. Yeah, I don't even know how how they differ. I went. I meant to get read up on it, and I didn't get the opportunity, but. I mostly just uh, went into the game thing and uh, and started it I, without really messing with the settings yeah so. i actually um was trying to switch from the engineer uh-huh. and it loaded the map before i got a chance to because i saw you were an engineer oh, okay so by the time i figured everything out uh yeah. it had loaded so yeah and i wanted to try one of the different uh, classes but i did not get a chance to mm-hmm. unfortunately yeah you're right hopefully we can get like like you said you know three four people all yeah. playing at the same time because, like I said, that's what we spent a ton of time playing Gears Three uh, on Horde mode. I don't know if it was a ton of time, but it seemed like it was a ton of time. I just remember sitting at my coffee table for like four hours 
playing Gears Three hard mode, and just yeah, my, oh my my back killing me when I when I got done because I refused to sit in a comfortable chair. I had to sit literally right in front of the television. So, uh, I yeah, I also wanted to talk specifically about the PC version of Gears of War. Um, it ran like a dream for me, like from the very time I fired it up. And I've heard generally it runs well on a variety of systems. Uh, so that's good. I mean, obviously there's always people that have problems and apparently this game too had the downloading problem that Forza Horizon had, uh, when it, when it first came out. And it's like, how, how do you mess up downloading a game? Like that should be the easiest thing is just downloading the game. And, uh, people were complaining about the game, like restarting, uh, how, it's a huge download. It's seventy-two gigabytes on PC. I don't know. It's probably Holy about the same on. Shit. Is it is it the same on Xbox? I don't know. Yeah, it was. A set, I don't think. So. I don't think it is though. Is it like sixty? Maybe. Yeah, probably fifty. Fifty. Okay. Um, yeah, seventy-two gigabytes, and and some you know some people have like uh, uh, cap bandwidth caps and stuff, and their like their connection would or their their download would restart when it got close to the end. They'd have to start all over. That stuff has to stop if Microsoft wants to sell games on the through the Windows Store. There's no reason you can't, you shouldn't be able to just download a game. You know, um, I luckily came in a few days later, and if if that had been a problem, it you know was all cleared up by the time because I just downloaded it and played it and right away. Uh, it runs great on my ultra wide monitor. Um, I get a constant 60 frames per second on medium settings at uh, ultra wide resolution. Um, nice. so I'm very, very happy with it. Uh, no, even no drops, even, uh, you know, Forza, I got running pretty well eventually, but I would still get drops. Uh, Gears of War doesn't, doesn't have any frame rate drops of any kind, uh, which is great. It makes that the experience that much more pleasurable, uh, control yeah. wise works fine on, uh, with the mouse and keyboard. Um, it's a little bit weird because I'm also playing Deus Ex and some of the controls are different. So I, I screw up every now and again. I um, always try to switch my gun by pressing Y. Okay. Is that like another shooter that you play? Uh, it's got to be. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know why I would do that. Is it the deep? Yeah, like all the other shooters are like that to switch to your pistol, right? Yeah, I think so. Is it D-pad in Gears of War? Yeah, it's it's D-pad. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I get I get that get the controls mixed up all the time. Luckily, it's usually in Deus Ex where I mess up the controls, so I just restart. Um, whatever mission I screwed up on because I was an idiot and hit the wrong buttons. Um, but yeah, yeah, pretty, very happy with the PC version of it. And it's great that me and Eric can play. I can play, you know, me on PC, Eric and Eric and Will on Xbox. That's, that's a great feature. It is. That's, that's fantastic. And it worked enough. really well. Yeah. How did it, cause I know you and Will had some issues at first. We, we tried to do the campaign first. Uh, and whenever I would, cause I was running it. I don't know if, if that mattered, but I was running the campaign uh, and every time I would start the campaign, it would kick him out of it. Hmm. Not sure why. So That's weird. But so, horde mode ran fine. Yep. Then we then we started horde mode, and that that worked great. So I would like to have maybe have another crack at it and see if see if we can't get it going again because I think co op uh, for the campaign would be a lot of fun for gears. So. Yeah. I did like uh, from the brief time I spent with the campaign. I did I did enjoy the characters. Yeah. They're cool. Yep. The girl's um, uncle was really cool. Yeah. Uh it's it's uh um Marcus, Marcus Phoenix and Anya's uh son JD Phoenix, who is kind of the the main protagonist of, of the of the thing. And uh 
I don't know how he. I don't think I've learned how he's like met the other people yet. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am enjoying the characters. The banter between the characters when they're like just wandering around is good too. Uh, when you're going, you know, through a corridor like like you do in a Gears game uh, to the next area where you fight, yeah, their 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 banter's pretty good. So. That leads me to my my first question: What's the story setup in this one? Uh, so it's it's after after the events of Gears Three, after they clear out the the locusts uh, and all their all their armies, and it's kind of like. Uh, the the kind of the next enemy or the next uh, yeah stage I guess uh-huh. um, there seems to see I wasn't clear on all the details either but there seems to be some sort of conflict between the different remaining human populations um, that hasn't been explained uh, yet that I'm aware of uh, and, and while those two like factions are in conflict uh, another enemy type presents itself the flood. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be could be considered flood like, but even that, like, that's you know, that's kind of classic sci fi, you know. Yeah. And the My story second... always was a little lost on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it it was re- like the story was like just a a way for gears to have combat and and mm-hmm. set pieces, you know show off its it, violence. It was yeah, it was just about killing the killing the locusts. Some of the the Nasher shotgun kills are so good. Yeah. When you're up close and you just blow them to shit. Yeah. Uh that's another thing. The weapons and gears are are all pretty amazing. I mean the 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 lancer is the classic with the the chainsaw on it. <clears throat> that's yeah. one of my favorite weapons. Uh I I love all the weapons in that game. And there there's some new ones uh this go around too, which is which is nice. I don't like them as much as the classic ones, but they're they're still pretty good. They don't seem as gearsy. Yeah, they're you know, not. They're, they seem a little bit more like Call of Duty friendly, I guess. They, yeah, well, they're they're used by uh, robot army. Yeah, so in the that game. makes sense. Yeah, so that's why they don't feel like classic classic gearsy type of weapons. Because you're, you're right, it is. They're more like standard sci-fi weapons. Yeah, yeah. kind of. So, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, like I'm I'm really. Really enjoying uh, Gears of War 4. I like the campaign. Horde mode's great. Runs great on my computer. Um, so I'm very, very pleased with my purchase thus far. My second question. Yeah. Uh, we've got a trio of heavy hitters, uh, shooters coming out. Does Gears of uh, War 4 have any legs? Are people still going to be playing it? What are the other shooters coming out? Battlefield. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Titanfall. 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 Uh, no. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I think Gear, I think Gears has its hardcore fans, and that's it. And yeah, it's definitely not. Gonna, I don't. It's it, like Dan. It, it's got its niche, and it's not going to steal any Call of Duty no. or Battlefield players because it, it's sure. not. It's not the same game. Not it, at all. It's it's very yeah, different. So, do, do you guys think it can occupy its own space then? Yeah. Or do you think it's just? I don't. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be like I said. It'll it'll have its hardcore fans that'll play play it a lot for a, a you know a year or whatever, um, but. Uh, it was it was never going to compete with those heavy hitters anyway. But well, it's, not, see, it's not designed to. Do you see to. Call of Duty guy and his and his bro friends saying, "Hey, let's hop on the gears for no. a little bit"? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Unless they're playing horde mode. Yeah, yeah, I can see. It that. wouldn't be online. It would be horde mode. Sure. So you guys, you, you would agree that horde mode is the differentiator. Yeah, I think so. Well, like I think it was Ratcast uh, Dave in Boston that pointed out the Nazi zombies. Call of Duty, it's yeah, a similar, similar kind of thing. thing. Yep. And it, to be fair, the the first time I played Nazi Zombies, 
it blew me away. Like, yeah. it was so fucking good. Yep, that was really good. And continued to be. It wasn't just the first time I played it. It was so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. They're, they're very different shooters, though, yeah. for sure. I wouldn't say there's there's very little crossover, if any. <clears throat> so. Yeah. I'd say the crossover is Titanfall and Call of Duty at this point. Those two are pretty similar, in my opinion. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Questions, there, Corey? That's it. I like I said. I've never been. Uh, we were talking a little bit about it in the chat, but I've never really been huge into Gears. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's... it's been in my like periphery just because I know Dan really enjoyed it, and my friend uh, John, who I went to high school with and lived with for a couple of years uh really enjoyed it too so is john always kind of there but i never never really enjoyed it is john gonna get it for pc do you know i have no idea i haven't really talked to him about it hmm. i'll have to find out i'm in the same boat as Corey, though i i said in the chat that i respect it more than i like it yeah um that's a good way to say it yeah like like the red hot chili peppers yeah you know i don't really like their music but i respect it i guess <laughs> Well, it was also a, just like a really important Microsoft property because it came out at a time when Microsoft didn't have much, you know? Yeah. Other than Halo. It was Halo and Halo. Halo and yeah. Halo. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's... no it's, it's, it's a good game. It's just it's just kind of a, you know, wacky sci-fi setting and with crazy over-the-top killing, and, and that's cool. It's fun. Yeah. But where it's at for me is Horde Mode, sure. without, without a question. Yeah, it's always been, uh, that's been, uh, of the four of us, that I've been the one that's like liked Gears of War the most, definitely. Played played through all the campaigns repeatedly. I'll probably yeah. even be, try to beat this one on the hardest difficulty, because I'm playing on the second hardest right now. Um, I played it on normal. Uh-huh. Not looking for a challenge. <laughs> I don't play me. There's some pretty hard parts. Yeah, I'm sure there are. In it, so. Yeah, thumbs up for me. Okay, any other thoughts? Yeah, I, I support that. I'll give it a thumbs up as well. Mm-hmm. Corey, thoughts? No. Okay. Um, Let's move into Nibble Bits, shall we? I'm, like, echoing. Are like, you? Like, physically I... right here echoing. Uh, <laughs> it's not coming through your mic. No, that's no. good, because it's annoying me. Uh, not like a million bucks. Uh, Nibble Bits. Let's just talk about the the big the big news of the day, shall we? The elephant in the room. Yeah, I want to talk the, about it. The creators of Smite's new um, strategy game. Yes, of course. Okay, it's let's not... hear it. <laughs> not the news, Corey. I'm, I know yes. you're the one that tweeted this. I did tweet it. Go ahead. It is called the Nintendo NX. Is officially called Nintendo Switch. They put out an announcement trailer today, which is about three and a half minutes long. And we now have a pretty good idea of what this thing is. So what they showed in the trailer is basically what we described and what everybody's been speculating about. It is a home and portable console hybrid sort of deal, wherein uh, the home version is a dock that is attached to your TV and you drop your Nintendo Switch in it when you're home. And it pushes the video to the TV. And you have what's called the Joy-Con controller that you can play with at home. But when you're ready to leave, you can pull the screen out of the dock, attach your Joy-Con controllers to the outside of it, and take it on the go with you. Almost like a tablet with the attached joystick. 
or controller, whatever module mm-hmm. to it. Uh, so that's pretty much what we speculated. It is cartridge based. I think a lot of that has to do with durability. They're like uh, 3DS type cartridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be ca- probably cartridge and digital. I would think. Yeah, we don't. We, yeah, that's another. Uh, I didn't put that in my, my that, questions about this thing, but that's a good one. Is that's going to be digital. Spe- only? That's speculation. Yeah. Um. Uh, so the the interesting part about it. Not only the fact that it's the the hybrid mobile and, and home console, but uh, the way the controller works. So the Joy-Con controller is two separate pieces, and you can use them together. Um, you can separate them and hold one in each hand, or you can use one for yourself and give one to a friend, and you each was, have these. I thought was awesome. That was yeah. amazing. So it really comes with two controllers. Yeah. And they showed it off uh, with Mario Kart, yep. which is perfect. Yep. I mean. How cool is that? That like, say I went on a road trip up to see Jeff for a weekend, you know, mm-hmm. and I could take my my Switch screen with me, and Jeff and I could just fucking play Mario Kart on it together with these two controllers. Yeah, wherever you are, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say it really it impressed me. I was I was going in because we we when when I think Eric told us uh, the night the night before when it kind of was surprisingly surprise surprise announcement of the the trailer coming out the next day we were all like eh it's probably gonna suck or the 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 announcement won't do a good job of explaining what exactly the system is that uh, was think, my concern yep I think we kind of speculated on that but I mean I was really impressed with what they showed and and uh, the 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 concept behind the the console. Yeah, so uh, we also saw some games in the trailer, Splatoon being one of them, yeah. Mario Kart, presumably 8. Uh, it's actually unclear if these are updated ports or if they're... Could Certainly looks like a new Mario titles. to me. Yeah, we it definitely a saw Mario. a new 3D Mario that looked really nice. Yep. Uh, but like in the, in the Splatoon uh, bit, we saw characters with more customization options i guess in in the oh. in the wii u release you weren't able to style hair no uh or at least the one they showed in this trailer was a different types of hairstyle different pants for your characters uh so people are speculating that it's a updated port uh same with um, mario kart they showed the two item slots and they showed the king boo character which is not in mario kart 8 originally but everything else to me looked like mario kart 8 so maybe that's another just like updated version of of MK8. Go ahead, Eric. No, I just wanted to point out too while you you were talking about um, what was it you were just ta- you were talking about? Oh, Splatoon. I thought the Splatoon demo was really cool too because they they showed it off with like a pro uh, esports team playing yeah. Splatoon. Yeah. Like five member team, each with its own little gamepad, sitting in a circle playing together. Yeah, and I just thought that that was the coolest way to to kind of show off, like, it, not I guess Splatoon as an esport, but how it could be played. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, on a rooftop at a party, <laughs> wherever. Hey, that's where I'm <laughs> that, likely that part to play was it. A little bit silly. That's where well, I'm we... going to play it. Yeah, when I'm at a we party, saw... I'll just break out my Nintendo Switch, so I don't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> Go ahead. right in. We uh we also saw what appeared to be Skyrim. It was cool. Skyrim. That was confirmed. Oh, it was confirmed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, of course, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. And there's also been uh, uh, Dragon 
Quest comes to mind, but there's been games that have been announced for the NX, which come to find out is the Nintendo Switch. So mm-hmm. those games will also be on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, they also put out their partners list, which somebody else tweeted. I tweeted that. Uh, I don't really take much stock in that just because of what happened has happened in the past with that. I mean, well, I still remember the Wii U launch video where they walked out all those developers and maybe half of that stuff actually came to fruition. So <laughs> That's true. But I thought it was at least me- worth mentioning who was on there. Yeah, sure. and, and I think one of the things one of the things that leaked about the the a Nintendo Switch now is is how easy it is to develop for because it doesn't feel like, you know, in the the Wii U especially felt like it was kind of force feeding the motion controls and and the separate screen uh thing whereas this seems more like traditional in this in the gameplay sense um you know it's obviously got its detachable thing but you know uh the 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 games that you play on it seem like they're more traditional games and not the movement based or or second screen based base games you know there might be some of that functionality but well that's one of the things that jumped out at me that now that you bring it up dan uh we didn't see second screen stuff no but it sort of made me think like we haven't seen too many 3DS games or Wii U games recently that have uh, like integrated a second screen or motion control into the game beyond like a quality of life kind of thing. Yeah. And I wonder if that plays into backwards compatibility plans for the Nintendo switch. Yeah. Um, you know, because that stuff isn't necessarily required. A lot of that, a lot of those games could be somehow compatible with the switch. Sure. And I don't know if that was intentional or if it was just because people didn't give a shit about motion controls and second screen. Yeah. So that's interesting. I don't know. But like I said, we didn't the, – the Switch in the announcement trailer we saw today, there were no motion controls shown and no touchscreen shown. No. Um, we don't know for sure if there is no touchscreen or if it is a touchscreen. They just didn't demonstrate it at all. I also thought it was interesting that there were no children in the announcement trailer. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of like uh, hipsters, year-old, yeah, millennials, millennials. Hipsters. Somebody described it. What was the tweet? It was really good. It was like leisure class millennial, like exactly beautiful leisure was. class millennials. It's like who is that person? That person does not exist. Yeah, the like the the one that you brought up, Corey, with the rooftop is the perfect example. Like that would <laughs> yeah. literally that scenario would literally never, never play happen. Out. Yeah. Uh-uh. What they should show is a, a father of four ignoring his kids or having them just in a big pile in the living room while he sits, sits there and plays his Nintendo Switch. That's a more likely scenario. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it seems like that was intentional, and it seems like there's a reason for it. Uh, this Nintendo Switch thing kind of speaks to me personally where I'm at gaming in that uh, I... I have a really hard time just sitting and just playing games by myself anymore me too it's just it and it's not that i don't enjoy it it's just there's just something about it's like it's almost like a focus issue like i just can't i can't sit down and dedicate hours upon hours to a game by myself i Uh, far prefer playing like fifa you know with jeff because i'm getting like so that's my that's literally it's my social interaction yeah that's the social interaction that i get you know what i mean like playing fifa even playing horde mode even though i couldn't talk to dan uh we could still at least text each other yeah. you know what i mean yeah uh, so in between rounds and like no i i'm completely with you Corey. i have a very hard time sitting down for like 
you know, a good three, four hours, like, I used to just, like, look, just, it's the only thing I ever wanted to do. Right. You know, and now I'm just like, well, not going to do that. Right. So I think this is, this is really smart, and I think they're also marketing towards a generation uh, of people who have grown up with games and are, are sort of, this is going to sound kind of silly, but sort of uh, making games more mainstream. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the people that are that age in, in the tr- announcement trailer uh, grew up with the Nintendo games, have a fondness for it, and don't treat it like the taboo thing that in games in the past have been treated as. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think it was intentional in, in that respect. And, and Nintendo also has that u- ubiquity that everybody recognizes it. And I could I could hypothetically envision a scenario where somebody shows up to a party with Nintendo Switch and people play it and love it because they're playing Mario Kart. They're playing, you know, I don't know. People probably aren't too familiar with Splatoon, but... Uh, I mean, drunk driving, look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I exactly. mean, there's Mario Kart just... drunk driving at a party, it gets no easier. Uh-huh. It, there's, there's, like, a level of acceptability and understanding with Nintendo that the other consoles uh, can't, you know, don't have. All they need to do is make your smartphone a controller for that thing, and like you're you're good to go at a party. Like you, you have just owned the party. Yeah. With Mario Kart. Absolutely. But yeah, no, I think you're right. I always like your perspective, Corey, on marketing. Yeah. Being that you kind of took part in some of that stuff. Yeah, I uh, I faked it. Because I well yeah, but I never I never think that way. You know, yeah, that's always interesting. I also like how they took care to show the headphone jack. You guys, <laughs> I thought the same thing. They they pointed out the headphone jack, uh-huh. which is really uh, smart. Sure, because uh, people talked about it, and that's all they want. So. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, well, I saw I a lot of tweets about about the headphone jack thing. Yeah. Yeah, and again, one of the things I think the thing that's going to be most beneficial for me is the you know the portable mode. Uh, it's 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 you know hard for me to get any like game time in during the day other than than a handheld. And if I can get my full on games in a handheld device like that, I think that's that's perfect for me. You know, mm-hmm. um, it showed Skyrim. You know, it's Breath of the Wild is going to be on it. Those are full on like console quality experiences that you can have on a on a, a portable device. That's great. Well, let's let's talk about some of the partners that uh, they have brought out. Yeah. Bethesda was one of the main ones that stuck out to me. Uh, you guys have already talked about that. Yeah. From Software, I was surprised to see on that list. Huh. Um yeah. That is surprising. Software, Dark, right? Dark Souls. Um WB Ubisoft, Square Enix, Konami um, Capcom, Bandai Namco, Activision, Telltale Games. Those are probably the biggest ones. Yeah. I mean, another thing, like, if I could get all my console exclusives on that, that would be great. Like, you know, I, ha- I have a hankering for to play NHL, uh, even despite, you know, some of your frustrations about it. Uh, I didn't wh- say EA, but that's on there. Yeah, EA is on there. Uh, if I could play NHL on that, that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, what part of the demo was uh, NBA? Was NBA 2K? Yep, 2K 16, 17. It showed four bro dudes <laughs> all playing with their, uh, what is the controller called? 
joy pad what's Joy-Con? it called joy joycon joycon yeah so each, each it was four players on one screen uh playing nba 2k 17 on the, the to go pad mm-hmm. if you will just think about how how cool that is like say you're all getting together for you know to watch a game in the afternoon you know and you all get there a couple hours early to have a few beers and somebody brings over their their nintendo switch screen and you guys can get in a few few rounds of mario kart a game nba 2k 17 like that's just that's awesome yeah yeah yep it's uh it's it's different enough i i have my home game playing device uh and then i'll have this extra thing that is is different enough and it's i mean it's nintendo so you know they're gonna there's gonna be at the very least nintendo games right that are good and you want to play so you've got that uh and like i said you have that uh that differentiator factor the you know the portability of it is is pretty cool I also saw, I don't know, I don't think this was in the announcement trailer, but the uh, competitive controller that's coming yeah, along like with their, it. Yeah, it's like their answer to like the Wii U Pro. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's styled after an Xbox controller, uh, yeah. actually. So the thumbsticks are on a diagonal. Which I love, by the way. Once I well, got and, used to that, that's, uh, that's the way I prefer it. Yeah, and people were saying that that makes it closer to the GameCube controller, yeah. uh, which people are still using for Smash. Yep. So. There's your Smash controller right there, and uh, I still, I still like my 360 controller more than anything. So, the closer it is to that, the better. The Xbox um, One controller is fantastic. I, I yeah, I'm in agreement there. I really like my Xbone controller. I don't know. I I haven't figured out why I still prefer the 360 controller. The bumpers. Like, what are the difference crazy. between the two? The bumpers are a little crazy. bit weird, and it takes some getting used to. But once I got used to it, it's it's great. Um. I mean, for me, it's the thumbsticks. I need to have grippy thumbsticks, and they're they're perfect on that. Although I never had trouble with the Wii U Pro controller thumbsticks, but they're like up here, you know. Whereas PS4 is down here, and then Xbox is here. They're both yeah. like that's which is kind of weird. But I mean, I played 150 hours of Mario Kart 8 with that, so. Sure. Uh, Jake asked the question in the chat. Did they mention any specs? Not officially, no. but they were. I did see a leak on Paste Bin or something like that, uh, and it all—I mean, it all seemed valid. Just there wasn't anything that jumped out at me. I think it's but, supposed uh, to use the NVIDIA Tegra K1 yeah. uh, graphics yep. chip, which is really powerful. Uh, but of all the gaming devices, Nintendo is the one that I care least about right. specs. It's yeah. The way it is. My my main hope is that the tablet screen is 1080p. It is. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. According to the leaks. Okay. 1080p, 60 frames per second. Uh, 21. What's the next one up? 2160, 30 frames per second. 2140. What? For what? The next after 1080p. 1440p. No, it's not 1440. I can't remember. Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter, but yeah, 1080p, 60 frames per second. Uh, are you talking? Are you talking about resolution? Yeah, the next resolution over above 1080p is 1440p. Uh, I don't remember what I read. I guess okay. it doesn't really matter. No. Uh, but yeah, that that was uh, that was the max, and I assume most first party Nintendo games will hit that. Good. Uh, hit that mark. But uh, my my questions about the whole thing. Will it have an HDMI out? 
Oh, to plug into like a TV from for anywhere? Or yeah, or do you need that dock? Yeah, that's a good question. Because if they want to embrace the whole portability aspect, you know, having an HDMI like my uh, Nvidia Shield tablet has an HDMI out to to play games on a TV with, that would be that would be great. Well, I did read in the the leak specs that it had video out, but that's not very specific. Does that mean the video out with like a proprietary connector that just connects to your? Oh, maybe it might be like a, it might be like well, it might be like a special Nintendo cable that trans transfers into a HDMI for portability purposes. That like, would be nice. The yeah. whole system might come with the dock, and it's just easier to like plunk it into a dock. But you can take that special proprietary. Cable, cable or you something. Know? Yeah, proprietary uh, Nintendo Switch to HDMI cable, you know. Yeah, that would be nice. I also, backwards compatibility, um, it doesn't, the system doesn't appear to be like a, a massive uh, hardware upgrade or anything like that. Nintendo themselves have said it's its own thing. Uh, it's not a sequel to the Wii U and it's not the sequel to the 3DS. So I hope there is some element of, of backwards compatibility. Yeah. Because uh, if there isn't, then what is it? Right. I don't know. I would even be happy with like a discount, it, like because I'm assuming I I'm, I can't play my Wii U games on it because it doesn't have a disc. Unless you can get a disc drive for it, I don't know. Maybe it'll come with an extra peripheral that you can have a disc drive to plug your you know into, into the the base station. Yeah, um, that would be that that's, would be cool. That's an idea. What if the dock has uh... peripherals? A drive, a CD drive on it. Yeah, maybe. And you can, that's how you play your Wii U games. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, and maybe you can't take them with you, but... That'd make too much sense. So. <laughs> You're right. I, the, the whole time I was thinking, okay, this is going really well. You know, the, the, the you know, the, the, the where reveal... Where fuck up? I, I was, yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> my thought. I'm like, where is the screw-up going to be here? There's going to be where one. Where are you going to slap your forehead? Yeah, I, I figured it would be price. I don't think it will be. I'm hoping it's going to be like 300 bucks, but 300 would be perfect. It would be perfect. I think uh considering how long we've waited for any sort of announcement about this and I think it was actually supposed to come out a while ago, right? Too. Originally. I think I think it was initially to come out last year. I think initially it was supposed to be this holiday. Oh, okay. And then was it early, was it at E3 they confirmed it was going to be March of March next year? Really, it's not uh, that far. No, it's not. It's fi- five think, months, I think. I don't think they will fuck it up. I think this is going to be uh, a hit. I, I hope so. Man. I hope so. I, I'm, I'm really excited about it because I got to be honest with you. And I, I think I've talked about this. Uh, one of the reasons that I bought a bunch of mobile games is because I spend a fair amount of time in my bathtub these days. Um, so I just <laughs> sit in there and play games on my phone. But if I can take like Zelda in there with me, you know? Yeah. Or Skyrim. Yep. I mean, that sounds fucking awesome. Yep. You're just asking for pruny skin. <laughs> oh my God. And I will. I will come rolling out of that bathtub like a prune. At least you'll know you have really clean ass and nuts. That's, you know? that's all you can ask. You really, really gotta immerse yourself. but still stinky. If you, if you truly want to get clean, you have to immerse yourself in water. Shower doesn't do it. Yeah. You got to just sit in your own filth for hours at a time. Yeah, sit in your own butt water. That's hard well, though, because the water gets cold. Oh, you got to drain and refresh, man. Well, yeah, I know. But I said to my wife, 
<laughs> the other day. I, you know what they need? They need a tub that just keeps the water heated. And she goes, oh, a hot tub? <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> How dare she? Unbelievable. That's funny. Nice. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts? My last question. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, my last question is battery life. Yeah, that was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's... But you know what? Uh, end of the day, I don't. I don't know if I would be playing personally. I don't know as if I would be playing it long enough for that to be an issue. Yeah, I like, think off of the TV. I think if they can hit like three, four hours, that's that's probably enough. You know? I'd say that's probably what you're what you're looking at. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, definitely. That's that's where I'm at. Uh, but they, the dock is supposed to be where you charge it. So again, I hope there's a separate oh, charging yeah. cable. Or yeah, that you can plug it into your you know Pokemon Go battery pack that you bought to play Pokemon Go that you no longer use. Yeah, you know, micro USB charge would be nice. Yeah, everybody has those things. Yep. I just want Pokemon Snap too. Is that so much to ask? It's not too much to ask. Maybe someday. Damn it. It's time. Or was there a Pokemon Snap 2? Was there? No. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. Well, if, if there was, I want three. Okay. You want I, the was, ne- I must have been out of the ecosystem at that point. You want the next installment in the series. <laughs> I'm going to look it up real quick because I'm, I'm doubting myself now. Yeah, I'm Nintendo joking. Direct, Pokemon Snap 2. Yeah, wasn't didn't we see that? There is Pokemon We're making Snap that up. Too. I don't know. Pokemon Snap came out in '99. What is this I'm watching? Po- Poke Park Two. Pokemon Snap, the Poke Park. Oh, it was, it was a Wii U game. Pokemon Snap Two. Is Pokemon Snap Two happening? There's a YouTube video called. Pokemon Snap 2, we use biggest missed opportunity. Oh, so it's fake. <laughs> that then. was recent. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I don't think there has been then. No. Just Pokemon Snap. It's time, boys. It's time for two. It's been a while. Alright, Corey. What other nibble bits do you have? Red Dead Redemption 2. Also the, big uh, news. We knew it was coming. The the, the tra- trailer came out today. Uh, the trailer showed some some beautiful Middle America, uh, Wild West landscapes. We saw buffalo and trains and general stores and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, I wrote down what the narrator said, the voiceover. He said, and I'll do my best voiceover, Listen to me. When the time comes, you got to run and don't look back. This is over. That's what he said. Who knows what that means? Uh, we also saw seven riders. I heard uh, Jared, uh, what's his name from IGN? Petty. Uh, he, Jared Petty did a uh, breakdown of the trailer and speculated that one of those seven riders could be a woman protagonist. Uh, one of the riders was wearing the kind of fluffy shirt with the cuff at the end, which was the style of the time. The pirate shirt? Um, yeah. I guess that would be a good way to say it. From so, Seinfeld. We'll see. There wasn't again. There wasn't much to go on. It. I mean, it. It wet my whistle. I like Western movies, so I'm on board. 
But unfortunately, yeah. no uh, no mention of PC. It was uh, PS4 and Xbox One due out next year, uh, autumn 2017, but no mention of PC. Well, the first one isn't on PC either. Yeah. Because I would probably buy it if it comes out on PC. Maybe they'll announce that later. Red Dead Redemption yeah. coming out on PC. It'll probably come out like two weeks after the console versions or whatever. They'd be crazy not to. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't they? Look how many they sold. How many copies of GTA Five they sold on PC? Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it too, Corey. I am really. I've always been a fan of the Western setting, like whether it's movies or anything. We'll talk about Westworld later. Um. But I think I'm gonna give uh, Red Dead Redemption the first one another try. Uh-huh. Um, just to kind of, you know, see if it can get the hooks in me. Maybe it was just bad timing. Um, yeah, the the trailer today didn't really show anything. I was pretty underwhelmed. I didn't feel as though it was even necessary to show it really. But um, other than looking pretty, but again, shouldn't all games look pretty at this point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, I'm I'm just excited because it's a Western game. The only thing that's that's a little nervy to me, and uh, I I am stealing this from kind of funny when they did a talk about it. Um, apparently, there was mention of it being like an all new online experience. So there's some talk about th- the fact that there's like seven characters. It looks as though you know how GTA Five had switching between the three main characters. Well, this has like the seven characters in the sunset or whatever. Like, is this going to be an all online experience or what? What's the? Or do you think they're just going to have the Red Dead online like they have GTA online? Well, I, I hope that's what it is. Right. Because I'm not. I played GTA online for like ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, granted, I had a good time. Right. We, we held up a gas station, but. Right. <laughs> Nothing that stuck with you. I guess it actually. Wouldn't be bad holding up like a saloon. You know? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Or like protecting a saloon. Mm-hmm. That would, actually, you know what? That might be awesome. But yeah, <laughs> I hope what they do is the same yeah. kind of setup they did for GTA Five. Sure. Have online be an option where you can create chaos in the Western setting. Oh, yes. Under, uh, another setting in video games that's kind of underutilized. Absolutely. I think. Totally agree. Okay, go ahead, Corey. Uh, Sony announced first dibs on some select, quote, select online content. So that's pretty Sony typical. did? Yeah, for for Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, good for them. But that's all I have for Nibble Bits. I don't have anything else. Okay. Uh, I tweeted some stuff last week, but who cares at mm-hmm. this point? Mm-hmm. Hey, I did have a question about, I'm sorry, back to Nintendo. Um, what do you guys think of the name? Nintendo Switch. Strange. Dumb, isn't it? I thought they could have come up with something a little bit better. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they probably could have. Something a little, uh, you know, something the that... the name of the controller is really stupid, too. Yeah, what was it again? I'm not, I'm Joy-Con. Never, Joy-Con. I'm never going to remember that. No. <clears throat> it's just going to be the Nintendo Switch controller. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I just wanted your opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Corey, well, how do you feel about the name? Switch? Yeah. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> At least, oh, yeah, I, I guess we're all in agreement. At least it's not Wii U two or something like that, you know. Ugh. At least it's well, I saw different. Advanced. Yeah, exactly. Somebody, I saw a comment or a tweet or something. Somebody suggested it be the Nintendo Switch. S W I I. Oh my God. T C H. 
Get out of here. Jeepers. Okay. Sweet. Eric, what do you have for nibble bits? Uh, God, this seems so stupid to even talk about after all the other big news. And I'm not going to. Fuck it. Yeah. Nobody cares about it. No. My my one nibble bit's nothing exciting. Um, it's just that uh, NVIDIA announced their GTX 1050 and 1050 Ti graphics cards that will be retailing for 109 and 149 respectively. Um, there's no specs out or no uh, uh, benchmarks out yet, but um, they should run run games pretty well at a budget. So. If you're interested in graphics cards, that's that's an op- option. Those are usually considered to be the MOBA cards, the f- the 50 and 60 series cards. So and that's all I got. Corey, how was your week? It's pretty good. Um, you want to talk about Westworld, Eric? Sure. What do you think about it? I haven't really heard your take on the whole thing. Yeah, I've been waiting to talk about it on here. What do I think about it? Like just overall. It's uh it's it's interesting. I'm I think I'm more interested in it than I am that I like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um I I wouldn't I would say it's it's actually kind of boring personally. <laughs> like there's a lot of just talking and not a lot of action, which I'm, you know, I'm not a huge fan of. I personally like it seems like every episode is kind of a build up to the end of the episode, which I understand, but I don't know. I guess the build up is a little slow for me throughout the episode. Um, but I do like it, and I look forward to it. Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. Uh, I understand what you mean for sure. Uh, it does move a little slow, and part of that I think stems from the fact if you don't know what Westworld is, it's a new HBO show. Uh, very highly hyped, I guess, and and pretty pretty well regarded critically. But uh, the setup for the whole thing, Dan, are you familiar with it at all? Yeah, the concept. Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh, the setup for the whole thing is there are there is this theme park called Westworld. It's actually based on uh, what's his name, the dress Michael, Michael Crichton. Crichton. Michael Crichton. Uh, there's a movie in the '70s, I believe called Westworld, and it's a theme park where wealthy people can go and go to this universe of artificial, or this this theme park of artificial intelligence that takes place in the Wild West. So everybody is a robot, and they're all robot actors, and you can basically do whatever you want. Um, each robot actor is a part of a story or several stories uh, but I think there's a lot of parallels you could draw with video games. And there was that awesome, awesome uh, moment in, I think it was episode two, where the all the artificial intelligence characters are, like, massacred. And I think it might have been a Kotaku piece or something like that. But they took that screenshot and said, like, this is what happens when you kill all the AI in Grand Theft Auto. And then the premise for Westworld is that the artificial intelligence characters start becoming self-aware and sort of wake up from their cycle that they're on uh, and start to remember past cycles and uh, characters that they were before the character that they are currently and stuff like that. Uh, So it's a bit of, it's mostly a mind bender, 
mm-hmm. there's not a, there's not a ton of action like eric said it's it's a lot of talking uh but yeah it's, it's just it's such a cool idea you yeah. know and you i just start to think about like how much i would love to be in a situation where i could do that mm-hmm. and you the know? thing is is we're not that far from this reality yeah. we're really not i mean yeah, we got a lot of work to do before we can get artificial intelligence people to behave just like real right. humans. Uh, but, I mean, we're there with virtual reality. Uh, I don't know. It, it just sort of fascinates me. And I always think, put on the tinfoil hat for a minute here. I always think, like, as a human, what if I one day wake up and, like, wake up to a higher consciousness and, like, yeah. remember something that I shouldn't remember? Well, you know, you, you know we've talked about this before where, like, you'll start thinking about, you know, I don't know if it's what's the meaning of life or what are we doing here? And then you start drifting off into, um, God, we just don't matter at all. And we're such a small speck in the space. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, your brain just kind of won't let you think any further into it. Yeah. Like, what if one day you get to think further into that and you discover... Well, the Clintons will just assassinate you if you do that. <laughs> They'll shoot you with a heart attack. But gun. that's neither here nor there, and you'll end up in a duffel bag. But it'll be your fault. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. That, but I yeah, mean, it's just go ahead. go ahead. That's the thrill for me is is like thinking at that higher level about all this stuff. Uh, I mean, what what's the human brain other than a computer? It's a computer. That's what it is. It's a mu- uh, mushy so computer. Creepy. It's honestly creepy for me to even think about that stuff. Yeah. Like, how did we get here? I know that there's, you know, all sorts of beliefs and things like that, but, like, to even think... I, I can't even put it into words. Like, what is the actual answer? Like, yeah. why are we here? How do we stay here? How do we keep it going? Like, it's just crazy. I don't know. It's just the weirdest thing. My wife has been asking me today. It's funny that we brought this up. She, asked, she's just in like a mood today where she's like, "What is, what is even the purpose of life?" You know. Mm-hmm. She told me to ask you, Corey, because she thinks you'd be a good person to talk to about this. Really? Yeah. She goes, "I'd really like to have a conversation with Corey about this." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's, it's just such it's... a weird thing, and Westworld plays into that a lot and i mean just it's just one of those things that gets you thinking about life and just what you would do in different scenarios and it's just weird it is uh to answer your wife's question it depends on my mood i have different answers depending on my mood for for the (laughs) meaning of i like talking about that sort of stuff when i've been drinking oh yeah me too i love a good deep chat when you have good good buzz going oh yeah yeah that's fun times yeah, it's I don't know, Eric. I I love it. Uh it's one of those things that like it's the the only show uh or even movie for that matter that I can sit down and just watch it and uh-huh. not lose focus. You know, I'm just for whatever reason I'm just so keyed into all the characters and everything they're saying. Um in that first episode where the one the father of Dolores sort of uh-huh. went nuts and he started talking about like demons and how they're already in hell and all that stuff like Yeah. Just blows my mind just like just imagine like waking up to that higher consciousness how would you react like you, you know the part that i i was like oh shit uh well this is these are spoilers i guess we should man. probably say 
I'm going to talk about it anyway, so if you don't want to hear, don't listen to it. But um, in the last episode, Corey, um, Dan, are you okay with listening to this? You know what? I'll plug my ears. Just give me a thumbs okay, up when you're yeah. done. All right. Yeah, it, towards the end of the last episode, when the, the AI, the big bald dude that was down in the crevice, mm-hmm. when he, like, I don't know, comes to life kind of and takes control of himself and attacks the guy, I was like, oh, damn, they are so fucked now. Yeah. You know? and it's like they're turning on him, and I'm just like, oh, this is a mess. <laughs> what a mess this is. Um, oh, I can't wait. Just, just think about that, though. Like, all these AI all of a sudden are just going to turn on him, and everything's fucked. Yeah. I mean, how does this play out, do you think? We can give Dan a thumbs well, up. I don't think there's nothing specific here. All I done? think, uh... Yeah, we're yeah. not. We're just talking in generalities now. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you: Do you know, like, is there a specific ending in the book that they're they're just kind of playing out in the show? So I, because uh, I have a fear for this show. It, it's different. It's definitely different. Um, I started watching the movie. I didn't get all the way through it, but in the movie, there's also uh, medieval world and Roman world. Oh, oh. nice. Yeah, so I'm hoping so they're going to those... be like different. You know what would be cool, and I like when shows do this, is each season is, like, di- separate from the other season. Yeah. I like, like American Horror Story. I, maybe. I'm well, American Horror Story isn't that. good, but but I do like how they <laughs> each season is a different yeah. uh, scenario, yeah. setup kind of thing. My fear but, for the show, if they go with just the Western setting, is that it's going to turn into Lost, where they don't really know where to go, and it's going to end up being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I told my wife that because we've we've actually this is probably no it is not probably this is the first show that the two of us have both liked and we've caught while it's while it's on, on. air you know what mm-hmm. I mean like while it's in its prime um, so like you know it's our thing now we'll watch it on Sundays if we're both home or we'll sit down and watch it on HBO Go later um, but also kind of sucks that it's the first one too because we've been spoiled being able to just run through anything else we wanted to. Oh, binge watching like, is so much better to watch things than having yeah. to wait week to week. We watched the third episode the other night. It wasn't on Sunday. It was a, it was a day or two later. We had dinner and we were like, alright, let's sit on the couch and watch Westworld. The next night we had together too, we had dinner and she goes, alright, let's go watch Westworld. I go, no, we watched all three episodes. It's not on until Sunday. And she goes, I don't think I want to watch it anymore. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> That's funny. That was my experience yeah. with with uh, Game of Thrones this yeah. this past season. Was you know I watched five seasons twice uh, before before the sixth season came out, and having to wait not only week to week, but until you know at the end of the season until next season, it's brutal, brutal. Binge watching is the way to go. We, we you're right, we're totally spoiled. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Putting them all out at once. Yeah, no, that's that's the way to do it. I love that. Yeah, um, Westworld, Westworld's cool, Corey. I wouldn't say I love it, but I'm very, very intrigued by what it has to offer. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, it's one of those shows that I know, like, is perfect for me, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it widely. Yeah, no, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You think I'd like it? Oh, yeah. yeah. For I, sure. I, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I, I think, think you should. I think most people who play a lot of video games would would really enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. I also should say I'm in love with the the main female character. Yeah. She's I've already gosh. married her in my dreams, so oh, she's off limits. Shit. 
Sorry, buddy. Too late. It's also this is the first time I've enjoyed uh, what's his name, Cyclops. There, James Martin, Marsden. James Marsden, yeah. It's also the first time I've enjoyed a performance from him. He makes Who's a good the, cowboy. The bad dude, Ed Ed Harris. He's a creepy bastard. The man in black. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love the character that got introduced. I think he was introduced in the, on the third episode from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The guy, you know the, the, yeah, the, uh, the real nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Him. I don't, I don't he just either. doesn't fit. Nope. You know, he, he's not really bringing anything to the table. He's not a good, good guy. No, he's a terrible good guy. He'd he's be a good a, villain. He's a big, he's a big pussy. Yeah. He plays a villain on in Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a great role for him. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's one of the po- McPoyle brothers. Okay. Yeah. No. But yeah, Westworld's cool. And I guess they signed on for another four seasons or something like that already. So uh-huh. we're getting lots they, of Westworld. See, they 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 need to change it up then because it's going to turn into Lost. But. What gives me What's... hope about that, though, is they're not doing it season to season. They they might have, like, a four-season arc planned. What's Yeah, I mean, what's the, what's the source material? Is it all from the book? Michael Crichton, yeah. So, yeah, so I, are, are they taking... It, the source material extremely loosely. There's They've changed so much about it. Okay. Uh, it's really just inspir- because, inspired by that. Yeah, I know, because, you know, talk about Game of Thrones, and that's, you know, based on the books and has a an ending, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas, like like Eric said with Lost, and I always use the example of Heroes. Uh, the first season of Heroes was was amazing, and after that, it was just a turd because they didn't know what to do with it. You know. Agreed. Yep. Yeah, so, the first season was great. Yeah. Because that was when I had my gallbladder out, so yep. I was home from work, and I just blazed through that. Yeah. It was so and good. then I just fell right off. The second yep. season was terrible. Immediately too. Oh yeah. Anyway, anywho. Yeah, uh, watch Westworld. It's real good. Uh, also, I started watching a show called Steven Universe. I don't know. I had never even heard of Steven Universe. First until, time hearing of it. Yeah, I was on Reddit one day, and, and somebody referenced it for something, and I had no idea what it was. Uh, so I looked it up, and it's it's from one of the storyboard artists or something like that who from Adventure Time. She did – it's another Cartoon Network cartoon. Uh she and she's the the showrunner for it and it's about these this i forget what they're called but they're it's like a family of four uh steven is sort of the main character and he has these three sisters and they're they're essentially like super hot super super heroes uh with these superpowers and steven is like half superhero and he's this little kid who is very childlike uh but the humor in in setting and everything is is very reminiscent of uh adventure time and even like futurama dan yeah um i love it it's really funny steven is is just like a bumbling child uh but it always kind of works out for him so the his sisters finally invite him on like an adventure and he's really excited because he just got this new hamburger this backpack that's in the shape of a hamburger and looks like a hamburger uh, so, of course, on one of his first adventures out, he stuffs all this useless crap into his hamburger backpack to bring with him. <laughs> he makes everybody wait while he goes and stuffs up, stuffs his backpack with, with useless shit. 
but as they're during the episode, they start to realize that the things he has in his backpack are really useful. Uh, so they just start like chanting like hamburger backpack. Ham. Nice. I don't know. It's so, it sounds so stupid, and it is. And and I think that's where the humor comes from because like you can see the joke ahead of time, but they take one step back from making the joke, uh-huh. and that is funnier than the joke itself. Gotcha. I don't know. I don't know if that's intentional, uh, but that's what I love about it. It's it's great. I don't know. Where can you find that? Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure what its time slot is or anything like that, but I think they're on their fourth season already. Mm. Nice. But yeah, Steven Universe, real good. I'm really surprised I hadn't heard anything about it. Uh, I had heard the name, and that's it. I, I'm not even sure where I had, I had heard the name. Yeah, the first episode, he realizes his uh, nearby like drugstore or whatever stopped stocking his favorite ice cream sandwich. so dumb but it's so funny nice that's all i have to say i don't know i just wanted to give steven universe a plug mm-hmm. i haven't been playing very many video games at all mm-hmm. uh, my work schedule has been crazy because we have two guys out so i've just sort of been working different shifts all the time i worked at five today 5 a.m this morning tomorrow i don't work till 3 p.m so i've just been all over the place i've only played enderall hearthstone and a little bit of rocket league mm-hmm. so it's just been one of those. Gotcha. Two weeks, I guess, at this point. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. Something All right. Like that. I don't know. Sounds good. What about you, Eric? What do you got? Uh, the Bills reeled off their fourth straight, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, we got Miami this weekend, and then with then with uh, then it's the real test. We got New England with Tom Brady. Uh, okay. Coming to Buffalo at least, so that's good. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we and then they go to Seattle for a Monday night game. Oh boy. Ugh. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how this next three games here plays out. They definitely need to win the uh, Miami game. But, right. Uh, um, so that's been really fun to watch. Um, Arsenal's on an absolute tear in the Premier League. They're in second place. They're tied tied for first, but it's uh, they would lose in a goal differential. Um, and they won 6 nothing in the Champions League yesterday, which is awesome. So sports is going really well for me right now. Except, Well, it's not maybe not the Sabres, but... Typical Buffalo sports, right there. But um, yeah, I don't think other than that, uh, I think Westworld was really all I all I wanted to talk about. I'm doing the escape room tomorrow. Oh, oh nice! Next. So I'll have that to talk about next week. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I think that's it. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, as for me, I don't have anything to talk about. Um, yeah. How are the, how are the the young twins adjusting? Oh, they're great. It's the other yeah. two that are are a pain in the ass. <laughs> How are they adjusting to having the twins? Uh, it's they. I mean, they're they're kind of a pain anyway. It's just that much more. Uh, you know, when I ha- because we have to feed the twins every three hours, and it takes about an hour, especially like when I'm by myself now. Uh, so it's you know I have two hour spurts where I can actually do something, and it's usually like cleaning up or making food for the other two. Uh, but today was my first, my wife started work back up again. Uh, so today was my first day uh, by myself with three. And then once my son got home from school, four, four kids. It's a lot. Dan, is he in like grade school now? Kindergarten. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yep. 
How does he like it? No, doesn't. Doesn't like it. It's like his daddy. <laughs> yep. This is this is a waste of time. It really is, though. Yeah. Don't, they don't teach you anything that you can use in real life. No, I. There's only so much uh, coloring and cutting paper can get you. Uh, yeah. You know that they teach you in kindergarten. Yeah, I guess it is just kindergarten. Yeah, but even still, judging handwriting like even is is kind of a waste of time anymore. Who handwrites? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you just type things. Exactly. You start keyboarding class right off the jump. I'm just glad they don't teach cursive anymore. Remember how much time we spent doing cursive when we were in, in school? I still write in cursive. Do you? I can't read. I can't even read cursive. Yeah, I it still takes write me a long cursive. time. Yeah, there's one letter I don't remember how to do, and it's a capital F. So I just write regular capital Fs. Yeah, yeah. that that's the beauty of it. You can kind of mix in your own your own yeah. letters. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't write read or write cursive. Um. And my handwriting's horrible, so there's that. But yeah, I'm glad they don't waste time teaching you cursive anymore. Because goddamn, how many years do we spend using that? I don't know, man. It's been valuable to me. <laughs> yeah, but you, like, I mean, how much? Once you learn the letters, like, I think I'm the only one. Uh, no, I know one other person that writes in cursive all the time. Is it a female or yes, a male? Female. Yeah, I think I'm the only male I've ever met that writes in cursive. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know what that says about me. Uh, yeah. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with cursive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's it. I, I like I said, everything's been a blur for the past like oh, yeah. month and a half. Um, but yeah, uh, do we want to take a break or do we want to just keep keep on rolling? You know me. I'd like to take a quick break. Okay, we can take a quick break. I'll go outside and whiz. Um, and we'll be back with what we played in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 274 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, Corey, anything you want to talk about? Not unless we want to talk about Enderall Hearthstone or Rocket League. I'm sure Eric wants to talk a little bit about Rocket League. Yeah, how was your uh, dip? You, you know, you dipped your toe back in, Corey. How was it? so good <laughs> it's so good it's such a good game and it's so it's hard to put game. down it's the best game yeah i it's... come home for work uh at lunch sometimes to let the dogs out instead of eating lunch i play three games of rocket league before That's i awesome. have to go back to work you know i felt like i had i felt like i had lost a step uh-huh in one way, but in another way, I felt like I had improved. Yep. Like, my aerials and stuff, I was mm-hmm. nailing them. Yeah. I was all over the place, though. I was just going perspective. Yeah, I was going full board, flying around the map, but I was hitting every ball and, and placing it well. Uh, but, like, my positioning and stuff was off a little bit on defense and, you know, timing, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff was off a little bit. Uh, but, boy, was I dead on just, like, flying around, nailing the aerials. It felt great. Oh, it's just there's no more addictive game for me. That's it. That's the top of the heap. It's tough, man. It's 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 tough for me to sit down at my computer and not turn it on. It's and, whenever I have a free half hour, that's just what I do. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. <laughs> it's just such a well-made game. It really is. It really is. And I'm so happy for them to find that success because they, they crafted uh, they crafted something special for sure. Hey, 
Uh, did you see, you know how Danny O'Dwyer stepped out to do his own thing? Uh-huh. His first documentary is on uh, the making of Rocket League. Oh, that's cool. Really? That's yeah. cool. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. Did he start his own channel or what? Um, he's he's doing he's gonna do like uh, documentaries about different video games. I love that. Yeah, he's that's a perfect what he's person. Doing. It's like a, a Patreon thing. Is, is he doing No Man's Sky? Dude, that's that was the, one the first everybody thing wants. I thought. I was like, my God, can you imagine? He would get so much money from Patreon subscribers if he was gonna do that. Sean, there's no way though. They're not gonna do that. They've, they've I don't know. They've kind of shut the door. Sean Murray has fallen off the face of the planet. Yeah, didn't, didn't I'm not I even hear that, positive he was real. Didn't I hear that they were all vacationing in Hawaii or something like that? Probably underwater with the Clintons. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just try to put myself in Sean Murray's shoes, and yeah. like what I would be doing right now is just taking all that money that I made because they made a lot of money. Oh sure. yeah, they did. And you got sixty of my bucks. Just like turning off the internet and just like partying and reading books and just staying away from all the hate. Yep. I'd do the same thing. I'd turtle. Yeah. You'd have to. Yeah. I'd shutter my studio and turtle. Live out my days in the woods somewhere. You know? What a just ultimate clusterfuck. They need to rebrand. As Tito says in the chat, Sean Murray is blacklisted now. Uh, that's not that far from the truth. I mean, people are not going to buy into the next Hello Games game. And I feel bad because he's such a nice guy, but also fuck you. Yeah. He messed up in a big way. Uh, and, like you, yeah, like you said, he's, he's a nice guy. And uh, he has uh, a big vision and a big dream. But uh, you can't. You can't do that and get away with it in this day and age. There's going to be a brigade of people, no matter what he does, that will downvote it. Yeah. Yeah, it's called video gamers. Yeah. Yeah. They're a tough crowd to win over once you've done that. Yep. How did we get on this? Oh, Danny O'Dwyer. (laughs) Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, it's uh, I'll probably I'll probably go back to playing Rocket League a little more regularly again. I was it's gonna just, say I'll probably play tonight. It's just too much fun not to. I don't know. It makes me happy. You gotta do the things that make you happy, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same with Hearthstone. Just Hearthstone every day, all the time. Just endless amounts of Hearthstone. I just am. I can't. I'm so overwhelmed by how far behind I am. Dude. I don't blame you. You got a lot of work to do to catch up to, like, the present. And that's, like, what I've been noticing now is uh, everybody who plays Hearthstone is good at Hearthstone now. There's no – you're not playing any scrubs. And everybody knows all the decks. And it's just, like, what I try to do is try to find the deck. I try to make a deck of cards that people aren't using because they're unexpected. Uh, And just that's fun to me. That's how I enjoy Hearthstone. I, I don't need it. to be the I don't need to be the highest rank. I just need to to screw over uh, Hearthstone super fan number one from time to time, and I feel good about my time with Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Still more Enderall, guys. I've got uh, fifty hours on Enderall. Wow. Nice. Still going, still going strong, and the it, the game it does not stop ceasing to amaze me. 
the places it takes you and and it just I, I said it when I first started playing it like it has this this really great way of introducing you to something and then you're like wow that's awesome and then they iterate on that and it's like that's even more awesome and then they iterate that on that again I don't know it's it's just crazy how they just keep scaling everything up and just like when you think you've seen it all you turn a corner or go to a new place and it's like this whole new thing it's insane and I was watching videos uh, on the, the subreddit of people posting like unfinished areas and stuff that they got into by turning off uh, or turning on no clip these like vast dungeons that just went unfinished just because I guess the develop the lead developer just got burnt out and just said enough's enough but uh, huh. like I said I put like 50 hours into it and uh it's incredible. Nice. It's not like it's missing content or anything like that. So, I think I talked about in the first episode too the whole undercity of the main city arc. Uh, how cool I thought the undercity was, um, and how that was supposed to be like it's just a its own contained like quest world in the undercity, and they did nothing with it. But I was still blown away by it. I don't know. It's great. And uh, once again, I'll say you should play it. But again, I know nobody will play it. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have time. You make time for it, Dan. Come on. I don't know. We I shall don't make see. recommendations like this regularly. That's true. Okay. Anything else, Corey? That's it. All right. What do you got, Eric? Uh, yeah, so... I got access to uh, Battlefield 1 through the EA Access program, so I booted that sucker up. Uh, starts you out a uh, really cool uh, intro to the game. Um, so obviously it's in it's in World War One, and it tells you uh, when you do the intro that you are not meant to survive. Um, so it goes through like four different characters through different parts uh, in the battle. I don't know, you know what battle is or anything like that, but showing you like different weapons and different enemies and things like that and kind of giving you some backstory about these these uh, characters um, it was just so well done I loved every second of playing it and it was like it's just I, I think it's probably the most into like feeling into a, a war or a battle that I've probably ever felt in a, in a war type shooter campaign and that was just the intro mm-hmm. like I was just super into it I would just felt like i was balls deep in world war one like it was it was terrifying and you, you know you're running through these fields and there's guys with like flamethrowers and like gas everywhere and it must just be the worst oh yeah you know just the worst and you know you just you <clears throat> made you think about things like that and it's i'm really looking forward to playing the campaign yeah which i don't often say so sure um but yeah uh that's pretty much it as far as that the campaign goes. I did play a little bit of multiplayer. Uh, I ended up playing two maps. One was the same one that, that uh, Will and I had played during the beta, so I'm not going to talk about that. The other one was more in a village setting, uh, which was really cool. Again, really enjoyed it. Um, for me, Battlefield is tough until you really learn the map and uh, learn, like a lot of shooters, you know what I mean, uh, learn where not to go you know and things like that um so i didn't do very well on that map but i still had a good time mm-hmm. and that's why i've always liked the battlefield games because 
you know, you, you don't have to have a good kill death ratio to enjoy yourself. Right. You know? Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. You know, you guys know I'm a huge, huge fan of Battlefield. I have been for a long time. So uh, really looking forward to this, this iteration and all the talk that I've seen from people in like the, the groups that I'm in for video games on Facebook. Uh, it's been pretty glowing about people that have that did buy in early. Everybody really likes it, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to hear more about the campaign because that was my that's my hope for it, is that the campaign's just like amazing. I've heard it's good. Yeah, that's that's what. And I And then the mobile game that I played is called Alto's Adventure. It's uh, it's kind of like an endless runner. Uh, the the twist is you are a snowboarder. Um, it's really artsy and atmospheric and i love it and it's so much fun you just do like it's very simple you just kind of glide along you tap the screen to jump you hold your finger on the screen to do backflips and build up speed you collect coins and they give you like three goals at each new level that you hit and once you do those three goals you get uh you go up a level and you get three new goals and it's just really fun like the goals will be like do do a backflip over a, a chasm or um there's also llamas i'm not really sure how the llamas fit into the whole thing but they just are kind of running along and if you hit them you collect them so there will be like collect 25 llamas in one run do 10 backflips in one run um but there's like rocks that, that end your your trip um you get chased by what they call an elder um, and that can end your your run, but uh, I have had a really good time with it. I, I enjoy it very much. So I don't know how much it is originally. I think I got it for like a buck, but it's really cool. The art style is awesome, and it's it's uh, the music is really kind of relaxing. So I just like sit there in the tub and relax with Alto's adventure. That's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, other than that, Jeff and I have been playing co-op seasons on FIFA. We got to Division One very quickly. We dominated Division Two. Uh, Division One has been a bit of a bastard for us right off the get-go. Uh-huh. So uh, we we already are cannot win the championship. Uh, so we're just trying to stay afloat into uh, Division One. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But nice, it's been really fun. Oh, you know what? I actually have a complaint about FIFA. Uh-huh. I'm a little bit pissed off, and I, not that it matters, but I, I was close to tweeting them about this yesterday. Um, so they do like a weekly update of players' overall ratings and statistics mm-hmm. online, and they bumped up a couple of Arsenal players really well. But they also dropped every defender on Arsenal's backline, which for anybody that's been watching Arsenal knows is complete bullshit. I'll give them the left back, Nacho Monreal. He should probably have been dropped. But the two center backs and the right back have no business being dropped whatsoever. I have no idea how that happened or what the hell they've been watching to make that happen. Uh, so I was a little bit frustrated by that. And you could definitely tell the difference in the right back because there were a couple of plays where his passing must have got docked quite a bit for whatever reason. Um, so that was very frustrating. I have no. I'd like to like talk to somebody and say, well, what made you do this? What? that they have been doing in play made you make those changes right because that was that's a little frustrating for me but i don't know we're still having a pretty good time with it uh-huh. so that's Very all nice. okay uh 
<clears throat> so I got a couple things. I beat Civ Five. Hey. Thank you. Uh, I finally got my my military victory. I think that's the first time I've ever had a military victory in a, in a Civ game. At least that I can remember. I don't know. Maybe Civ Two I had a military victory, but I don't often get them because I usually go for uh, economic or science or cultural victories. So that was a it was a nice change. Uh, I ended up capturing uh, all of North America, all of Africa, all of Asia, Europe. Nice. Didn't do anything on Australia, but no one ended up landing on Australia. And uh, Germany was located in South America, and that was the last nation that I needed to conquer. Um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to have that beaten by the time Civ Six comes out. Because uh, now now I'll just pretty much I'll un- uninstall Civ Five since I don't need to play it anymore. But uh, great game. It had a good run. But I'm, I'm ready for, for Civ Six now. Uh, and then I've been playing as much as I can uh, with with Gears and and Civ, uh, Deus Ex. I think I'm pretty, uh, at least according to Will, I'm pretty close to the end. Uh, but that I still am really really enjoying that game. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it kind of got lost in the shuffle, which is unfortunate. Usually does, doesn't it? Uh, I don't feel it feels like to me like Deus Ex always kind of gets the, glanced over. The last one, yeah. No, you're right. I think I think the um uh what was the not mankind divided what was the the other one i'm not going to human revolution thank you yeah yeah that kind of got lost in the shuffle too you're right when that came out it's it was... always like it has its hardcore fans and yeah. it's always well reviewed but yeah. it never it never factors into like any game of the year no. talk or anything like that you know i don't think so but yeah it's it's a really enjoyable game i've i've liked the decision making and uh, i talked about last week the murder mystery uh quest line that was also really awesome i think i finally finished that up maybe not uh, but yeah good stuff uh and then yeah gears was the only other thing i played so feedback do you want me to read uh there's a facebook comment as well from oh, sure. uh, ryan in iowa uh-huh um he said don't you f- dare forget to talk about the new trailers for red dead 2 which we did uh-huh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and the new trailer for the movie Logan. Um, did anybody watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer? No. Corey? Nope. I didn't either. I actually really did not like the first movie at all. Yeah, I didn't see it. Really? What? I loved it. I thought it was terrible. Really? Yeah. Uh, the music is what I really enjoyed about the first movie. I... I I was so uninterested the entire time. Um, I, everybody said how funny it was, and I'm watching it, I'm like, I got about halfway through, because my wife and um, her sister and my brother-in-law, I was like, yeah, this movie's supposed to be really funny, let's rent that. And like, halfway through, I, I looked around the room, and I go, when, it, when is it going to get funny when none of us have even laughed? It was dumb. Um, so no, I have not seen the, the trailer for the second one, but... Uh, how about Logan? I did watch that. I didn't see that either. Is that uh, Do you know is what this, Logan is? Is it Logan's Run? Uh, Logan is from Marvel. Uh, it turns out, oh. and I may be completely wrong because I'm not a comic book guy. I think Logan is old man form of Wolverine. Mm. Okay. Huh. So it's uh, what's his name? Hugh Jackman. Uh-huh. He plays Logan. 
Uh, it looks really cool. And actually, you know what it, it reminded me of was The Last of Us. It kind of had like an Ellie and Joel thing going on. Huh. That's interesting. I, I, I actually want to see it after watching the trailer. It looks really cool. Uh-huh. So, I, I yeah. Take, give it a look, Corey. I'm like, interested to see what you think. Watching it currently, I'm not, I'm not a comic book movie guy. Well, yeah, but it doesn't look like those other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't like the like, movie. the like brooding kind of adult spin on the comic book stuff. I don't know. I'm just. I'll I'm see. Not I about do. It. It just doesn't I do it for me. I enjoyed Deadpool because it was funny, and I like Ryan Reynolds. Okay, Jake in the chat says Wolverine's real name is Logan. Yeah. So I yeah, guess that. It's, it's just Wolverine. I remember that from X Men, the X Men movies. Okay. Yeah, I don't. My my knowledge is very slim on that stuff, but uh, yeah. So that was the Facebook comment from Ryan. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Idaho Jake says, "Hey guys, I haven't done much on the gaming front except Mafia Three, and I really hope one of you try it sometime down the road." My free time was mainly spent on horror movies. Uh, and I have a couple of suggestions. Willow Creek and Skywalker Ranch both are found footage, uh, but are done very well. Now for the Idaho Jake question of the week. If you could visit one haunted location, which one would it be? For me, I would love to go to the Stanley Hotel or Waverly Hills Asylum. Thanks, guys, and carry on. I wouldn't step foot near any of those fucking places. No, I'm not. Uh, I always said, like... Uh, it'd be one thing to go seeking that out, but like, I would never want my house to be haunted. I would burn the goddamn thing to the I'd ground. Move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't, uh, that stuff frightens me. I don't know that I believe in it, but it frightens me. So I'll, I'll stay away from it. You know, huh? Corey, I don't know anything about Skywalker ranch. What was the, I, the I, question? Is it maybe he means Skinwalker Ranch? No, Skywalker. Is it Skywalker? Skywalker? Valerie in the chat says she uh, it's a real place. She's done a lot of research on it. Okay. I thought it had something to do with Star Wars. No, sir. Huh? Has to do with the ghosts. It's in Utah. Okay. It's in Utah. Um, what was the question, Dan? What was the actual question? If you could visit one haunted location, which one would be? Would it be? I used to know all those. I think I work in one. Do you? A nursing home. Why do you say that? Oh, I I constantly see stuff and hear stuff. It's disturbing. Wait, it is Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. It must have autocorrected to Skywalker. Well, what do you hear, Corey? Noises. Uh... A lot of times in the shop late at night, I see reflections out of the corner of my eye in the windows, and then I turn around, and there's nothing there. That kind of stuff? Nah. I don't know. I'm not impressed. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's all in your head. I guess my ghosts aren't exciting you. <laughs> it's all in your head. No, I, I don't know. Like, There's not really not much to tell, but it's happened enough times where I'm just like, all right. We'll just we'll just hang out together. Everything's yeah. fine. I don't hate you. You don't hate me. I'll stay out of your way. You stay out of my way. Yeah, one of those things. Go cool about our business. Uh, Corey, one of the ghosts might hate you. <laughs> That's okay. 
He's seen you fucking around on Hearthstone. Yeah, he's seen me hiding and playing Hearthstone at work. He knows Shit. you're wasting valuable company time. <laughs> Shit. Like, this, is why, this is why my TV never worked. Fuck you. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to come up with a good... I, I If I had to pick like a haunted location, I'd probably want it to be like off the beaten path. Uh, something not, not, I mean, touristy. I don't know. Is that really a appropriate thing for ghosts? But yeah, I would. Oh, sorry. Go on. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I, I just exclaimed because I want to go to the Winchester Mystery House. Oh, yeah. No, that and, looks. That San Jose or something like that? I don't know. What's that looks that cool. Um, it's just a very bizarre name. It was somebody who married into the Winchester family. I can't remember her name. I'm going to Google it. But she started to go nuts. And then she started having the builders build all these, like, weird, bizarre. Yeah. Architectural uh, things. Architectural things like stairways to into walls and, like, doors that opened into nothing. Just, like, weird, bizarre things. Yeah, Mary Winchester. Valerie. Yeah, Valerie says it in the chat. I mean, if I was rich... And nuts, that's probably what I would do too, you know? Yeah, I just, I remember seeing that, uh, what was that one movie that was, it was like a mock, or not a mockumentary, but a fake documentary about people who went to, uh, like ghost hunters who went to an insane asylum to spend the night, Mm -hmm. and they were just permanently stuck there. Like, time didn't move, and they just could not get out of the the house. That sounds horrible. The the old uh, mental institution i'd rather die yep right yeah yeah this place looks interesting Corey. valor says in the chat they just found a new room in the winchester mystery oh really that's cool (laughs) yeah that's 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 cool okay um uh, oh i i speaking of i just watched a, a decent scary movie on netflix called uh they look like humans it's independent film uh, about this guy who is down on his luck and he's doing a lot to try and change his life and one of his old friends shows up out of nowhere turns out his friend who showed up out of nowhere is a schizophrenic and he wants to kill a bunch of people uh it's really good i recommend it if you get a chance like a psychological thriller kind of yeah 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 it's uh, it's independent, so there's not a lot of frills, but uh, it's pretty good. I was nice. really impressed with it. Okay. Corey, do you ever watch Human Centipede? <laughs> I've never seen it, but I I, I know I I know of it. Yeah, I know of it because yeah. of the South Park episode. <laughs> I mean, I'm it just was wondering pretty... if you had watched it. <laughs> it was uh, it was a big part of uh, the culture of the time that it came out. So Human Centipede. I have no interest in seeing it. Centipede. Okay. Uh, Aaron G says, "Hey guys, Aaron from Michigan here. One question: Where's the Thumbstick Athletes Xbox Club? Eric, will somebody? That is all. Yeah. Uh, Did... So I apologize. I I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if there are clubs or groups on Xbox that you can do. Didn't we have one? I thought I that's know. what he was Did referring we? to. Did we? Or we had like a group or something like that. I don't know." Maybe I'll he's just talking about that. what was the Destiny group? Was that through Xbox? 
No, that, that was, was PS4. a thing for a little that was bit. PS4. Okay. Uh, there, I think there was a small one for Xbox, though. But yeah, it was mostly PS4. I don't know. I'll have to look in there on my Xbox when I. Uh... So to answer your question, uh, <laughs> there really isn't anything going on. There, there. wasn't no, one, yeah, but that's... We'll, maybe we'll figure it out and see if, what we can do. There is Xbox One clubs, apparently. Oh. So. Yeah, we do have a group on PS4. I don't. I don't know. We'll just blame. I don't Will. have a good answer for you. Is, we'll, is what it boils it, down it, to. The answer is it's Will's fault. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Uh, I can't believe Will didn't show up tonight. Yeah. Oh well, he gets demerit. Yep. I'm Five shroot bucks. Dock, docking his pay. All right. You, uh, you guys don't want to earn shroot bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tito from LA says, really excited for the Nintendo Switch. Not sure why. Maybe it's I'm bored and want something to get into right now. Uh, but I plan on pre-ordering one for the sole reason. I don't want to be in the position of wanting to play Breath of the Wild and not having any way to play it because there are no Nintendo Switches for months. I don't have a Wii U and would just rather have a Nintendo Switch. Don't care of any problems, so uh, I'm not worried about the pitfalls of pre-ordering. Uh, I just remember the infamous Nintendo Wii drought back in my college days, and I'm super eager for Zelda Breath of the Wild. I have a weird L.A. story. My friend had me go to a party with her so she wouldn't be alone. It was some random friends of hers, and I was in Santa Monica, so I pick her up, and we enter a pretty nice apartment, and it turns out it's a, mainly a Naughty Dog party, and I see Neil, Neil Druckmann, director of Last of Us. It was so strange, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't acting like a starstruck idiot, but it was cool uh, being able to talk to some people who work for Naughty Dog. I got in a conversation with someone who just started working there uh, and even went to college in Florida. Went to a college in Florida my brother and sister graduated from. We were talking about video games and some of his earlier games he worked on while he was in college uh, that he made himself. One of them on One of them on Steam that's essentially a video game version of the card game Mafia. Hmm. We also went into VR since that's what I do for work and how games and VR content overlap. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to say hi or talk to Neil Druckmann, but that's fine. Overall, it was kind of cool asking people what they do, and the person who owned the apartment was a designer for Naughty Dog and had a cool had cool memorabilia of all the games he worked on around the apartment. I wish I could nerd out uh, that hard. I wish I could nerd out that hard and have a wife that wouldn't mind. Uh, meanwhile, going strong with Destiny, completed the new raid, Wrath of the Machine, with some old Thumbstick Athletes Destiny group members. It's really cool to see where Destiny is at now. They've added some cool features, like a records book or a yearbook that you can open up and see challenges that you'll want to complete. Uh, every milestone you complete levels up your record book, tr- record book ranking, and every time you level up, you receive a gift, whether it be legendary gear or other items like a special sparrow or emblem. It's pretty cool. Uh, now they've given PvP p players more love with private matches and quest lines too that's all for now see ya that's an awesome story that is awesome that's that's really cool unfortunately we would never have anything like that happen in our various locations is there any game studios in charlesville not that i'm aware of but i i can confirm that uh dave matthews will be shopping Worst I work. Oh yeah, that's the best I can do. Gotcha. Oh, there is. He's uh... a big fan. What's that developer in Albany? Uh, Vicarious Visions. Yeah, and they worked on Skylanders. Yeah, but uh, 
bigger release of late or coming soon. I can't remember. I just heard about it on a podcast, and they were talking about it. I'll look it up. How they were in Albany with Vicarious doing something. Where's Bethesda? Maryland. Maryland. That's in Bethesda, Maryland, then. Yeah. Yes. That's fairly close. Uh, I can't remember. I guess it's not that important, Dan. No, I'm looking it up. You can't. You can't just drop that bomb and and not have us figure out what it is. We do have this thing called Google and the internet now. You know, to look stuff up. We sure do. Game history. I don't know if they'll list it on their web website. Games developed. I'm not on the website. I'm Wikipedia. Duh. Uh, Skylanders Imaginators. No. Crash Bandicoot Remastered. It's a newer release that I was really surprised to hear they were working on it. Crash Bandicoot Remastered. What would it be? It's Activision, right? Yeah. What's Activision working on? Probably lots of things. Oh, Destiny 2. Really? Wow. That's what it is, Destiny 2. Damn. Yeah. Did someone in the chat answer? About what? That. Oh. No. Oh, no, no, no. no. I just, I just happened to remember it. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. That's pretty different from uh, their other things, from what I from what I gather. Um, there is a game development. I use game development studio in air quotes around here. It was over on the Vestal Parkway. I'm pretty sure there was a mobile developer. Really? Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but I don't think they're there anymore. One of my, one of my friends took a picture of the sign, because I had no idea either, and sent it to me. It was something weird, something, something game developer. But I'm pretty sure, like I said, it was a mobile mobile studio. Again, studio in air quotes. But that's awesome, Tito. Uh, that's a, that's something that doesn't happen that often. And best of all, too, is like you just, you go in there, you know, just like, oh, I'm going to a party, and then it ends up being game developers of, of Naughty, Naughty Dog. Dog. Like, that's that's awesome. So. Okay. Um, that's it for feedback, right? Yeah, that was it, Dan. Okay. Do we have anything else we want to discuss? Any thoughts? I don't believe so, my friend. All right. Uh... Corey? No. All right, so it looks like we're covering Battlefield 1 next week. Yes, uh, sir. And then possibly... Or it'll be Battlefield 1 next week and then Civ 6 the week after. That's our schedule for now. It may change, but uh, at the very least, we'll be doing Battlefield 1 next week. So uh, hopefully it will be on, because I'm sure he'll get some Battlefield time in. Uh, and that's everything, right? Yep. That is right. That'll do it for episode 274 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.